Hello, everyone. It is Free Kayla, the host of the Big Kids Podcast, a podcast that encourages you to ask strangers in the grocery store really rude questions. We're here trying to figure out something about adulthood. Who knows what it is because we're all confused and our parents failed us. I recently saw someone refer to Instagram as like a solid point system. Like it's like a good point system, meaning followers, like the more followers you have, the the better system you've got. And then they referred to TikTok as like a fun point system. Like the followers you have don't necessarily matter. It's you just kind of build them. You're always going to kind of build them because TikTok has entirely changed the dynamic of social media. It just pumps information out. It just pumps your videos out. It And, you know, not very well, might I add, but it does it. It does its job. We're connecting with people that we would have never connected with on Instagram. And now Instagram's really stealing this idea. They've decided that they are going to make their app more like an entertainment app. So when you go onto your feed, your friends that have recently posted their babies are not going to be the first thing that you see anymore. It's going to be things that are actually tailored to your entertainment and the thing that things that you're interested in. We've already seen Instagram kind of go this way with reels, which reels are cool, but something is still cringy to me about posting things that people I actually know can see. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And I'm sure you feel the same. When I post on TikTok, I'm like, yeah, maybe like five people know me in real life. I don't care if they see. But when you post on when you post on Instagram, it's like most of you guys actually know me. Stop. I don't know. I, I didn't love reels when it came out, and nor have I really even used them that much. Not as much as a lot of people have. I've seen people build tons of followers off of it. My main job is marketing. That is what I'm good at. I understand it. I have a I have a good concept of it. Marketing yourself is really hard. TikTok has kind of taken away the need to actually boost things and to get people to notice you because it just happens. Sometimes you really strike gold. It's like it is like viral on steroids. When my first video went viral, I accumulated like 600,000 likes off of it. And I was like, whoa, oh my goodness, the fame, the fame has went to my head. It was something that I never would have been able to obtain with Instagram. When Instagram was in its first little, when it was first born, I guess, I loved it. I was building followers like crazy. I had already kind of built a following on Tumblr A lot of my Tumblr followers moved over to Instagram. So in the early stages, I had like 15,000 followers. It was insane. And then I went on this like self-healing journey and I removed like all of them. I was like, no, I'm going to, my Instagram is for me and my friends. And that was so dumb. I don't know. Still to this day, I do not understand my thinking man, it wasn't, it wasn't smart. But when these new apps surface, they get a lot of traction right off the bat and they change things. Like TikTok has changed the way that social media works to its absolute entirety. TikTok has also given a lot of us the false hope that we're going to become famous. 
You know, I'm in I'm in in the older Gen Z. I'm at the very beginning of this generation. So I remember some very fundamental things. Like I didn't grow up with home internet, really. I remember my grandma forcing me to get a Facebook page when I was 11 so that we could stay in contact. I remember when Snapchat came out and everybody's parents were freaking out because their kids were going to send boobs. Everyone, all these parents just thought their kids were going to get cyberbullied and send boobs. Little did they know that's exactly what happened. I also remember Instagram coming out. I remember when it was just squares and everybody put frames on their pictures so they could look long. And then I remember when everybody freaked out when they decided you could make Instagram pictures not square. They were like, that's exactly what we've been suggesting this entire time and it took you guys years to figure it out. And I am by no means saying that I'm old. All I'm saying is that I've witnessed social media pages and I've witnessed how they grow. And lots of social media platforms have came and died. Like there was Ask FM. I wouldn't necessarily say that it was social media, but it was something that took us by storm where we could literally just anonymously cyber bully the hell out of people. And I got cyber bullied and I'm sure you did too. We all did. We were all victims of that. And then YouTube, you know, it was such a big deal in 2014, 2013 to watch YouTube. Like that's all, that's all I was doing. All I was doing was posting, reposting depressing pictures on Tumblr and then binge watching Christmas YouTube, like binge watching it. All that's all I did. And there were like those huge names at the time and Vine. Like, no, we can't forget Vine. That was a big part of social media that Vine was a very similar, similar emulation to TikTok. It was quick, quick videos and all videos. And that's how people got found. It was kind of on a different type of algorithm. It wasn't very organic. And it changed people into YouTubers. You know, some of our favorite YouTubers, probably most of them started on Vine. So back then it was a big deal to want to be a YouTuber. You know, you wanted to post videos and that's, it it was harder. It was hard. It was a lot of work. Now I can post a dumb video on TikTok of me doing whatever I want. It can be ridiculous. And I get like 10,000 new followers. Like that's insane. That entirely changed the system that we had evolved to and that we had grown to understand. And then TikTok came in and they were like, oh, we're going to mess it all up. We're going to mess it all up. And it changed our concept of fame and internet fame. Because the reality is, is that whether you like it or not, We have all either considered being internet famous, we've hated on it, but felt kind of jealous of people that could do it, or we started internet fame and then stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped. I've been a YouTuber. Of course I have. Was it very good? The videos are freaking hilarious in my personal opinion. But I I couldn't continue. It was so much work. It was so much work then. 
You had to edit. You had to have perfect lighting. You had to have like a full-blown DSLR so that you could get every angle just absolutely right. Then you had to spend hours editing. And then you had to wait for YouTube to render it. And now I can just like post a picture of my butt crack on TikTok and it goes viral. Like all that hard work that we did in vain, in absolute vain, so that babies on TikTok could hit like 7 million likes overnight. And we're all sitting here thinking, what? So the real topic of this is, is it even feasible to make money off of social media anymore? I have obviously made income off of social media, but it's not, it's, 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 it's not consistent. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have a TikTok following. It's nothing crazy. And I haven't even made a cent, not a dollar, and not even a dollar. I think that TikTok in its purest form works the best in creating money when you have a business to funnel people to. When you have a product that goes viral and your store sells out, when you have merchandise that people can buy off of you, when you are promoting a product, yes, I think TikTok could make you so much money. I've seen it happen and I've, I've, I've been a part of it. I see something viral on TikTok and I'm like, yes, like this one lady, I, I cannot remember her TikTok username. I'll look at it before I finish this video, but I'm on a roll right now. I mean, not a video. There we go. Before I finish this episode, she makes 3D printed slugs. Like they're slugs and they like move around. They're just 3D printed. And I was like, I need one of those. It's so cute. And she like went viral on TikTok and she has like this rescue slug thing going on where you can buy slugs that are defective from the printer. And I was, I was like, I need nothing more in my existence than to rescue a plastic slug. And you know what? I would only be, I would never have said that before. I would never said that before TikTok brainwashed me, but they're so cute. Okay. Her TikTok handle is Sierra Sanderson. S-I-E-R-R-A-S-A-N-D-I-S-O-N or AKA the slug queen, the slug queen. Check it out. You're also going to be like, wow, I never knew I needed a slug and a slug. It's not even like slimy, like a slug. It's just plastic and it's amazing. It's incredibly creative and unconventional and I need it. I also got my dog a Thai beanie baby tag with his name on it from Madison Sherry's shop. Her video went viral and I was like, yeah. So in that essence, I think TikTok works incredibly well. It is great for promoting things. In like objectively thinking of being an influencer, because lots of us still want to be influencers, I think the game has changed. It has become incredibly different. You need to be very consistent and on top of TikTok it takes work. It takes work. The TikTok algorithm usually only promotes you when you're posting like three times a day. That's a lot. I do not have enough creative juices and I I don't know if it's a chemical imbalance, but I go down. Uh, For one week, I'm going to be the most creative person. All I'm going to, like, I'm just going to push it all out. All my creativity is going into my podcast and my Instagram and my TikTok and my videos. And I'm just like flowing. 
And then the next week I'm not. The next week I'm depressed, laying in bed, binge eating, and watching television because all the creativity is gone. It was just like squeezed out of me. So if you are a person that lacks consistency on your creative flow, TikTok's hard. It's it's hard. My best videos do their best in the midst of all my other videos that do bad. Like I got to post like six videos and one of them might do okay. The rest are garbage. They're embarrassing. And now I can't delete them because they're still helping to boost my other post. According to Forbes, Addison Ray is the highest earning TikToker. She made $5 million in 2020. So as an ode to that, yeah, I guess you can make money off of TikTok. I would say I would be really happy with $5 million. Like Charlie D'Amelio makes $48,000 per post, but I'm also not 16 years old dancing. Like I I, I can't dance. I'm not going to make that kind of money, of course. So the real question is, is, is it even worth it to make money off of TikTok or is it just kind of a fun thing to do to build up other streams of income? And in my personal professional opinion, I think that TikTok is to its core, its best use is to promote other things that you have that are actually going to make you money. If you have workshops going on and you are a financial guru, it makes sense to post on TikTok to get the traction, to get the followers and to funnel people into a different space and into a different outlet, to funnel them to sign up to your workshops, to funnel them to listen to your podcasts. I think that a lot of my listeners come from TikTok. I don't I don't necessarily know if this is true, but I have my podcast in my TikTok bio. And ever since I did that, I'm getting hundreds of more listens a week. So it's it's a really interesting concept. But to parallel Addison Ray making five million dollars in the year, Kylie Jenner makes one point two million dollars per post. Her post. So she makes a fifth of Addison Ray's money on every single post that she makes. That is insane. That's that's absolutely insane. I think in reality, it makes more sense for Instagram because there's still paid promotion. And I find that paid promotion through Instagram works a lot better because email, you're getting emails. Companies are reaching out to you. Brands want to partner with you and they're going to pay you upfront whether it works or not. Where on TikTok, I do see some people do paid advertising. TikTok's still a little bit sticky on how you have to prove that it's an advertisement or not. So I think some people are advertising and just not putting it in that it's a sponsored post. That could make a difference in how much you're making off of those sponsored posts. But I think that Instagram is more consistent. And I find that Instagram is still harder to build a following on. But as soon as you have a little bit of brand loyalty and people have a level of comfortability with you as a public figure or an influencer or whatever you want to be called or a brand, even though I just said that, or a business, they are going to, the paid sponsorships are going to work better for you. Do I think that being a TikTok superstar is feasible? Yes. To what extent? I haven't quite figured it out yet. TikTok works on a very, obviously a very incredible algorithm that other social media platforms are inspired by. Look at what happened with Snapchat. They have their own type of TikTok swiping reels and Instagram has reels and Facebook has them now. 
So obviously they've done something right that other other social media platforms want to emulate and want to recreate because it, it was it, it was incredible. It was revolutionary to the world of social media platforms and how their algorithms work. It was very special. But there is a lack of consistency. We can see our videos get hundreds of thousands of likes, and then we can see our video get 25 likes. And it's very daunting in respect to how the system works. I don't want to post every day. Some days I feel like garbage. And I don't want to like look like I look disgusting right now. And not just like, I look gross. I need to put some makeup on. It's like, no, I actually am disgusting. I have like an old face mask matted into my hair right now. I'm greasy, I'm like dripping grease. I'm, I'm actually gross. It's, it's not in the way where it's like, I'm just not, I haven't feminized myself enough. It's, I'm actually disgusting. I'm on like day six of no shower. I wash my body, but I don't like to wash my hair. It's better for your hair. I'm not going to argue with anyone on that. It's not gross, but yes, it is gross. That was the whole point. So yeah, I don't want to like clean myself up just to make a video that might accumulate a hundred likes. It's daunting and it's really hard and people want to see consistency. And sometimes it's hard to even just like pump out consistent videos because if you are anything like me, everything on this planet is interesting. And I want to post about everything everything my little pea brain can get its hands on. I want to pump that out. I just don't, I don't want to do the same thing. I can't like throw my arms around and dance for every single video. So in my personal professional opinion, TikTok's feasible. It's great for a business. It's great if you are a, the, the jack of one trade that in that respect, it makes sense. It's perfect. But in respect to consistency, it's really hard to continue building. There is, it's daunting. You have to really be passionate about it and you have to be passionate about what you're passionate about. I like using TikTok as a fun place to post whenever I damn well feel like it. It's not a career for me. It's not something that I'm doing with any consistency. Sometimes I don't post for like a month. And that's just, that's just the name of the game. The name of the game is go crazy, become obsessed post for a couple weeks straight, and then forget about it for half a year. The name of the game is not having a manager that gives me things to post and me post them. It would be so much easier if I had a team behind me that was coming up with the ideas for me and being like, this is going to be a hit. Like we checked the algorithm and this, this is what's trending. And what's going to be trending is you. It doesn't work like that. And I am not like drop dead beauty. I'm nice looking in my personal opinion, but that's not going to get me likes or follows. It's going to have to be this little brain and even this little brain. It, it doesn't work as hard as most people's. So if it's your passion and all you want to be is an influencer, then I say get on it. Start building your platform, post consistently, get those two to three posts a day in and just pump it out, pump it out. If you're a business owner, yes, you should most definitely be posting on TikTok and working towards building your platform. It's an incredible way to go viral. It's an incredible way to build brand security and to just create a platform that is meaningful and is going to create consistency and give you a following. Yes, get on it. 
But if you are wanting to be an influencer and you're not overly passionate about posting all of the time, you're not going to make money directly from TikTok. I, I hate to break it to you. TikTok does not pay the same. And if you are in a place where you do not have the creator fund yet, that's even worse. That's even worse. So the verdict's in. Do it if you want to, but don't expect to make a paycheck off of it. Funnel, funnel, funnel. Make all your TikTok followers go and buy your products and do a good job at it. Or just post for fun and mess around like I do and never expect a paycheck. Have a good week, my friends. Thank you for listening to another podcast. And I'm sorry for singing that part. That's also not my expertise.